Good morning, guys. Welcome to the Three of Affairs podcast. Today we are talking about John Wick, his house, and some film industry news. I'm here with Caleb John Cushing. Oh. And <laughs> Josh Stern. What's up? Good morning. Why is everybody so subdued? It's a th- like it's Thursday. I uh, feel it's great. F- literally freezing outside. Like and it's 32 it's, okay. degrees and I had to walk all the way from Queens. So I had to get started at 8 p.m. last night. Oh, I, I always forget you're in Queens now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's basically a it was basically like a pretty epic journey. Uh you guys yeah, but had I had a lot of I had got, a lot of like, adventures uh, and You got a Peter Parker vibe now, you know? Yeah. Queens, baby. Queens, that is true. Speaking of uh, Peter Parker. <laughs> so my it. favorite Twitter account, I think, is called Chaos Walking News. I don't know if you guys are familiar, if you're on Twitter at all. So there's this movie called Chaos Walking that was supposed to come out. It's like whatever. It's supposed to be the new young adult novel franchise thing. Um, it's like a dumb sci-fi thing for teenagers. Kind of like Maze Runner or. Yeah, it looks very much like a Hunger Maze Runner, Games. Hunger Games. That that yeah. brand. So the movie was supposed to come out in like blockbuster season 2019 and it got delayed uh, pretty indefinitely. And then this Twitter account comes up and like every day they like spam pictures of like the leads are Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. And it's just pictures of them in all contexts being like (laughs) trailer when trailer when when's the trailer. And they like at Universal like they tag like the studios. They're like, please, please, we're dying. Give us the it's just so So it's so clearly like run by a teenage girl. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or like just like the, the exact demographic these movies like are sort of advertising to are that like Tumblr crowd of like, you know, whatever teen heartthrob is like, quote unquote, being stand, you know, it's just so that's just so clearly what it is. And then yeah. uh, so recently Universal started to like play along and they tweeted out last week, they tweeted out a uh, feeling a little chaotic today. And then like the whole the Twitter <laughs> account goes fucking nuts. And I just think it's the funniest thing in the world. And then to this morning, or I don't know if it was this morning. I saw it this morning. It might have been last night. They dropped the finally the trailer for this movie called Chaos Walking. And it looks fucking terrible but but and i'm i wonder if you feel the same way josh did you get to watch the trailer trailer, yeah okay yeah so i don't know if you guys feel the same way but after watching the trailer i'm like oh i get why this has been sidelined for so long you know what i mean because at first when that all happened the head of whatever studio was making it came out and apparently was like this thing's unwatchable yeah like this is unwatchable. What the fuck? Like they went and did reshoots they had and to, stuff. Yeah, I'm they, pretty well, sure. Well, because they so they filmed in Montreal, but then they did reshoots in oh. Georgia, like over two years later. <laughs> so I'm, right. I'm. It's gonna be so fun to look at like Tom Holland when he was like before he could grow facial hair, and then Tom Holland after he could grow facial hair. Because there's yeah. no, yeah, there's no way. I mean, that never happens. Usually, movies that are that bad, they just dump them in January, right? But this movie, what? they shelved it. They did reshoots and they're still jumping in in January. It's going to be one of the worst things that we've ever seen. And I cannot tell you guys how excited I am to watch but, it. But it's, be- <laughs> it's because of all the mind thoughts. That's what they had to figure out. It could still be a good movie, but they had to figure out how to do the mind thoughts and make it watchable. Here's the thing. So, I'm, okay. I, I think that's very optimistic <laughs> that that's you know, the only issue. This thing has nine writers. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think Caleb, what, like, when he says it's going to be terrible, I think it's because it's going to be so, for me, even just watching the trailer, I have no idea what the book's about. I have no idea. I'm going to go into it with no clue. 
And but what it looked like to me was another kind of uh, manufactured, like your your same formulaic teen, like sci-fi. You know, we we named the Hunger Games, we named uh, Maze yeah. Runner, even like Dune. But like the Dune, I'm actually looking forward to next year because I'm reading currently reading the book. I'm almost done with book yeah. two. Jessica's just doing her test right now with the life of water of life. So and like, good. there's ways that you can like things that are even like Dune that we we did an episode about the 1984 Dune where like the whole like thought like them the the Bene Gesserit or whatever. Like that all doesn't really make sense on there, but like it reads better than whatever the fuck projection that they're like the head wasp thing, like the the energy around their yeah. their heads are gonna be. And I feel like when you have too many people like putting their hands in the cookie jar, it's I mean the fact that they did research two years later, like I just yeah, it's not gonna be coherent. It's not gonna be well. And and, and Josh, the scary thought is if the head wasp is where they landed now. Two years later, after reshoots, sure. Can like, you imagine? How yeah. bad was that before? Like the first time around. Well, why doesn't the studio just well? Then say you don't to, do you it. You have to keep in mind that's got to be one of the first things that you talk about. Like when you're adapting a book, which the whole conceit of it is that yeah. people communicate with their thoughts, which works when you're reading because you just read it. Right, like when you're reading words on a page, you can like it. it well, that for instance, is more believable in to buy into that. But for a movie, it, they have yeah, it's like this weird like color prism happening around their faces, and and the thing is, it looks so dumb, right? So you should lean into that. That's going to look ridiculous no matter what. But everyone in this mm-hmm. movie is playing it so completely straight. You have like Mads Mikkelsen, you have uh, David Oyelowo, and they're just like scowling. And it's like, oh, the noise and all oh, the women are dead. It's like, dude, this, come on. Nick Jonas is like, hey, watch your noise. It's like, shut up. Shut up. It's hey, <laughs> hey. That I don't man, give a shit. Whatever that, you're about to say, it doesn't just, matter. I don't he's care. He's just out there working hard. All right. That's just out there it's working. Just so, and like, I don't want to hear it. The issues, it's going to, what it's going to be is you, it's going to be exactly like all of these movies that have to get reshoots, like, like Justice League, for instance, or a uh, fan four stick. Like you're going to be able, Yo. you're going to be able to tell exactly what the first set of series was. And then you're going to see, and it's just not going to be coherent. Exactly. It's a dumb. Don't care though. Justice League looks fucking oh, dumb. Come on. The new trailer. Oh, come on. Well, no, oh, no, no. He's but he's talking about the theatrical release. I was obviously talking about the first run of it. No, no, but I'm saying now we're getting the you know right. Yeah, they made Steppenwolf look really edgy. He has all those blades, and he's got a cool he's got a cool helmet now. It's, it's gonna be Mookie Beast. Go so sick, man. Okay, 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 okay. For, but for, Josh, I don't, I don't like but, what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, that's why I'm moving on. Uh, so <laughs> let's go badass, bro. It's gonna be fucking sick. Zack Snyder's the coolest guy. Dude, ever. we're gonna be talking about Shit, someone fuck badass nerds, all dude. Day. He said my movies for grown ups. You okay. guys. Right. Anyway, so chaos walking. So if you guys, if you guys want a little, you gotta watch like, the trailer. Just watch the trailer. It's so funny. Please watch the trailer. It's but so funny. I want to make one one point too in terms of like going from page to the medium of movies. For instance, mm-hmm. like in Dune, the medium of movies. The medium of movies. Um, Cinema, going from film. Yeah, exactly. Kino. Yes, are you done? I could keep going, but I if you want me to be done, I could be done. <laughs> I would yeah. just like to make this point before we move on. Uh, but like in Dune, so the Bene Gesserit can like read thoughts or they, they have these different thoughts. That's all italicized because in print you can italicize it. And so for the reader, it's very clear on what's in their head and what's not. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't really work for the movie because it was kind of it wasn't really explained well. But I, and I have hopeful for this for an October next year when Dune comes out. Um, but. 
that with chaos in terms of chaos walking, I'm sure, you know, that's the kind of the same thing where like when you're reading the book, you're like, okay, cool. This is kind of a interesting thing. But then having to try and translate that into a movie is going to be. Well, some things work better in different mediums, some concepts. So it's like not everything needs to be made into a movie. You know what I mean? That's true. Well, the the, the problem is, uh, you know, it's the same thing we talked about with Dune and why I am excited about it being Timothy Chalamet is because if you can see enough behind his eyes with thinking as an actor, it helps a lot. You know, uh, Josh, exactly what you were saying. You know, my, one of my favorite books growing up was Ender's Game. And I was so excited for that movie when it came out when we were younger. And it just didn't translate because the whole thing is in Ender's head. You know, it's how he thinks. That's what is uh, much like in Dune. You know, that's what separates him. And to then cast kids to do it, it just didn't translate, you know, and they didn't do like a narration or anything like that a lot. It was just, you know, and it's Asa Butterfield. He was fantastic, but it just didn't, you know, it's so tough to do. Yeah. These movies are bad because they're not trying to, well, they're not trying to tell stories. This is very, so very transparently trying to be the next big franchise. You know what I mean? Like that's the goal. Yeah. The goal is like, oh, we'll take this book and this idea that I haven't read the book. It sounds like it could make for an interesting young adult story. Like I'm saying, like when you do it in print, it's way easier to get those ideas across in a not goofy way. Mm -hmm. But like when you have to visualize it, you get the fucking glitchy shit on their faces and you have these. And like, I don't know, like I'm sure these the trailers aren't always the best indicator, but all the performances don't look that great. There's a lot of like a lot of like silly voiceover stuff. So it, it just it looks like garbage and I'm really excited to watch it. Genuinely, I cannot <laughs> wait to see it because I think it's going to be one of the funniest things we've ever seen. I cannot wait. And but yeah, I, I hope that um everybody involved is uh, manages to what well, that's what we were, we were talking about that yeah. earlier, right? Where obviously Tom Holland will be fine, but I, I mean, Daisy really has been in a bunch of stuff recently. But like, she sure she'll be fine either way, but though, right? Like you, you have to imagine like, I think, t- I think she's been doing, I want to say a series or something. I can't remember. What, like though. if you look at her resume, it's like star Wars should like, it happens all the time where these like young actors get these huge franchises, but if they don't capitalize on that soon enough, you know, she did that Shakespeare movie that nobody saw. She like, and I don't even know what else, you know, and it's, it's upsetting. Cause like, she's great. And I, and I, you have to imagine that like this piece of shit gets shelved and she's like, Oh, at least no one's going to see this. And, and it's getting released like two years later and she doesn't have anything already but, set in stone. No, but again, but, but you know how it works. I mean, she did two years, which means how much stuff has she filmed in the meantime, that's going to be a couple years. That's what I'm saying know? though. I haven't seen her. Yeah. She hasn't been in the consciousness really in the same way that like Tom Holland has, like he's in every movie now, you know, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> And I like that because I like Tom Holland <laughs> yeah. and I enjoy his sure, work. That's fine. <laughs> See, differentiating of opinions. What? Uh, um, <laughs> we wanted to talk, uh, Brandon, you brought up Batman Beyond now, I guess. If- yeah. So I just saw a report on Twitter this morning. I don't think it's confirmed yet, but there's a, it's being reported that uh, Chalamet is going to be Terry McGinnis. And though with uh, Michael Keaton, uh, both attached to the project. So, so I don't know. I hope that are happens. They, this is going to be... A movie or a series? I'm not sure. I mean, we were talking about this before. I'm assuming a movie, but it's just so. It's here's yeah. the, the thing because Michael Keaton's coming back, right? Already, so right. you're gonna open up that world again. Um, yeah, I because I, Michael Keaton's coming back least, in the Flash, the Flash movie, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, you're wondering if in the movie itself, but then HBO has also talked about with Warner brothers doing kind of TV series, like eight episodes, mm-hmm. t- 10 episode, uh, series doing like kind of the, the in between of the movies. Right. So 
you know, we've already talked about how they're going to do like a, a, a Commissioner Gordon type of thing between the Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson, Batman. Yeah, with, I think without they just Robert the director Pattinson. for that. Really? <laughs> Yeah. What is like That's amazing. people need to commit to their projects? Come on, yeah, oh, or maybe <laughs> it's because these fucking people clearly have no idea what they're doing. It's and then these directors come out, it's like, oh, I'm not gonna fucking be involved in this shit if you won't like let me do my job, sure. Like, they because mm-hmm. they, they are so in the red, like, they need a win, they need one of these fucking movies or TV shows to be good, but they, they will. I mean, first of all, Justice League will be a win. When that Green Lantern show, Josh, comes out, that's going to be fucking fire. Yeah, I uh, my brother shared like a cast list of that. I wasn't sure if that was just fan-made or... I don't tough. think it's come out yet. Okay. Yeah. It's just, fa- it's just, I, I, it's just fan-made. People just fantasizing about mm-hmm. what they want. I really don't think uh, Justice League is going to be... I, I'm not talking about money, by the way. I'm talking about like... In terms oh, I'm, of, sorry, I'm sorry. I was talking about money. No, Justice League is going to be, obviously. Well, obviously, yeah, everybody's going to watch yeah. it. It's going to do really big numbers for them. But I'm talking about like yeah. none of these movies have really been good. I, that's up what's to, that's up to taste. H- None of these movies come out for HBO Max. Though. HBO Max is all the HBO stuff. That's what I'm saying. No, no, but I mean, like, okay, like, I, I think, until if I'm wrong, let me know, but I think what you mean is like, like Amazon started, you know, getting nominated for Academy Awards. Netflix movies started getting nominated for Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. You're doing all these other things, but then you're also doing that as well, well I which think, is important. I think to, also, like, with like, the superhero genre of a movie or like these. They have all these projects in the works of like these different TV shows and Batman Beyond, Green Lantern Corps, uh, the Batman, uh, even the the uh, Commissioner Gordon. It's like they, they're they're throwing all of these things Didn't to the wall. Did they make Alfred an action hero in his own show or whatever? That was no, not called like Pennyworth yeah. or something. Watched, Pennyworth. Yeah. Also, I watched the first couple episodes. It's fucking dope. It's coming back for another season. Like I'm gonna finish that off because it's like it's just like. 100%. Yes, Caleb. It's ridiculous. But the kid they found to play him and what they're doing, they're just like, yeah, he's young James Bond virtually in a way with yeah, not cool. actually like he's not involved with the government but that is his backstory and I'm down for it it's just fun and like old no, British yeah. it's all I'm sure it's great yeah it's I fun. think it's I think and, and from what I'm surmising from what Caleb says like that Warner Brothers keeps trying to like open up all of these like mm-hmm. oper- like these projects and like not one of them has had like a critical success or no. like the momentum that let's say you know you know Marvel has had or Disney has had with you know, everything like that. So it's like you keep, you keep going up to bat and you keep missing minus I feel like maybe the Joker or Wonder Woman or something like that in terms of solid, Which like solid Joker doesn't stuff. even really Whoa. count. I would, cause it's not why? part of anything. Cause it's not, yeah, it's not part of this DCEU thing. Like that was Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix doing their own movie. Yeah. Like I'm talking about from like, DCEU's the DC EU's like okay, attempting okay, okay. to compete with the MCU, which right. is what they're oh, doing. Sorry. I thought, I thought you were talking about like them as a studio uh, fully. All right. No, no, no. no. Yeah, In terms you. of um, like why they keep bringing up all of these kind of interconnected, like, yeah, they're trying to projects. do, they're trying to do the same thing and it just hasn't worked. In my opinion, it hasn't See, worked. Here's the thing though. And, and I agree. It's not, it's not even close to being a one-to-one. And then again, you have like the Joker, which is an outlier, but now with flashpoint, you have an opportunity to, Try to get Joaquin Phoenix in there if you want to, which again, it's not going to be. I agree with you, Brandon. I would say let's get Flashpoint out first and then figure out mm-hmm. what other projects that we can. Because that's that's the thing is that Marvel did the individual movies before they started bringing uh-huh. in the Avengers and then they went from there for DC. They're trying to do it like with the why Justice League failed. They tried doing it all at once and then going from there. And if yeah, if uh, Michael Keaton is going to be. 
um, old Batman, old Bruce Wayne and Flashpoint. Fucking awesome. Let's get the Flash Michael movie Keen, out. Affleck, they said and Ben Affleck's Affleck, going if he's going to do a swan song yeah. out. Yeah. Like, let that happen. Let that movie be made. Mm-hmm. Focus on that. And then go from there and announce Batman Beyond and announce, like, all these other things. Like, make sure you kind of can start in a foundation where people are like, okay, cool, we can get behind this and then build from there. You know, yes, I know they want to get, like, they're just never going to catch Marvel. Marvel has 25 movies out. They're all, they were all formulated. They're so formulated. um, What do you you call it? Formulaic. You know, they they plan 10 years in advance what movies are going to do. And and they all work together to like tell these I, stories. They, they crush you know, them. and they're not you, DC D, the DCU whatever they're gonna try and do, and that's why Joker came out is because they're like, you know what, we're gonna step back from this whole like connected universe thing yeah. and just do our own shit, and that was more successful. So I'm hoping that just start with one and then go from there. You know, have yeah. the but that being have said, the Batman come out and then do this TV series. You know, don't well, exactly like, exactly. And the Batman, I think, is going to be dope. But even more so, what I'm getting more and more excited about is Suicide Squad 2. That's the only one that I have any like remote interest in watching just because it is like they hired this director and it it seems like they're going to let him do whatever he wants. Because the biggest problem for me is that it's so clear. And this is a Marvel problem, too. It's not even that I'm just shitting on DC. Like all of these movies, they hire these directors and don't let them do their goddamn job. Yeah. And like, I mean, Suicide Squad 1 is the perfect example of that. What they did to David Ayer is ridiculous. That legitimately he, might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's But it's also it it looks great. Than crash? All the pieces were huh? there for it to be worse fun. than Crash. Oh no, now we're getting riled up. <laughs> Poking the bear. At le- you know what? Dude, you know what I'll say? I was riled up for days after. At that least one. at Sorry, least that's all I want to say. At about. least oh, yeah. Crash had a POV. It's a POV that but it's I seven fucking POVs really i mean in terms of the writing of it like it had uh, no i'm being serious it had yeah. like a, a a point that people were trying to make suicide squad is just the epitome of everything i'm talking about it's soulless it's just a it's like clearly a conglomerate a faceless I, studio I, being like what what do the kids like what can we do to make a profit like there's just no heart I, to it at I all think, but i think I, I agree wholeheartedly i think there was a movie there with david ayer and then they just blew that shit up you know what i mean because david ayer doesn't like he he has a vision as a a movie maker. He always does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I wouldn't so like, say I assume, he's infallible. I think like even if you look no. at like the seams of the construction, it's like I don't think that movie was a lost masterpiece because of like that movie no, was no, no, always going to be saying, bad. But I'm but I'm <laughs> but I'm saying it would have been better for sure. Would have been better. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it would have been more cohesive and like and and like mm-hmm. coherent. Uh, I don't know if it would have enjoyed it. Oh, maybe I wouldn't have hated it as much. Well, then what have you heard about the second Suicide Squad? Like why? It's so here's it my different? thing with that. OK, so James Gunn, who I think is legitimately brilliant at what he does. Um, I, I think the Guardians movies are like two of the best in the Marvel thing. He also makes yeah. like these great indie movies. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen Super. Um, where yeah. Dwight Schrute plays like a mentally handicapped person who decides to be a vigilante. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he has this great horror movie called Slither. Um, so it's like, okay, we'll hire this guy and we'll leave him the fuck alone and we'll just let him do what he wants to do. Apparently he's been a fan of the comics since he was a kid. He found like these random, like who the fuck is polka dot man? I don't know, but it looks fucking yeah. hilarious. He <laughs> well, looks like he's not taking it too it, seriously. It, you know what, man? It's not that polka dot man is not that deep of a cut. I'm so 
Maybe, but, but what I'm saying, full access. what I'm saying is full like access. people who are used to like, oh, okay, I know who Batman yeah. is, I know who Superman is, I know who Spider Man is. Most people don't know who the fuck Polka Dot Man is, but he's in the lead no, of no, this dude, movie, and, and, bro. Even more so, like, I'm a massive comic book nerd, especially DC. There's characters in it I've never heard of, which is cool. And then so, but the big thing I think that this mo- reason, one of the reasons why I think this movie might be received a little better. Um, it's got, I mean, it's got a great cast from top to bottom, but it seems like the story is more appropriate for a movie like this. It seems like it's Mm -hmm. a bunch of mercenaries and people that aren't gods doing, going into like a South American, like, I don't know, drug cartel or like a war or whatever. When you get like what I watched the first movie and I'm like, what the fuck is captain boomerang going to do against Superman? Right. That's the conceit of that movie. And I'm with a kryptonite boomerang. The conceit of the movie is like, we need a contingency plan for a literal alien God. We're going to get Harley Quinn. Like that makes no sense. So this movie, at least they're treating, like, it seems like they're going into it with all the right pieces on the board. It looks like they're letting the director make the movie he wants to make. So I think at the very least, it's going to be an entertaining ride, even if it's not this like profound artistic statement which i don't think any of these movies ever will be but no they don't have to be right which is why i think it's silly that people are excited for Zack snyder because that's what he's trying to do with it and it's like just let james gunn make a silly movie with a fucking weasel that it's a giant shark that has arms and can talk it's silly let it be silly and i think it this movie is going to be silly in a good way sorry no, no, you just reminded me, by the way, to give DC credit, their animated stuff is way better. Because that's a medium that this stuff suits. Like, yeah, I'm just saying, though, to, you know, I, I just thought about that. You know, the show is like Harley Quinn's a hit for them right now. Um, Young Justice. Uh, yeah, because they, they made they it funny. Because so. they let it be funny. I will I will say introducing uh, King Shark, though, is going to be cool because that that's a, a really cool Flash villain. But I think if you introduce him in Suicide Squad, yeah. that's a vehicle for them. Once Flashpoint comes out, the second Flash movie, he could be like a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and then in the Harley Quinn show, they uh, the cartoon they made him. Dude, like a he's very so comedic. so funny. I love that Clayface yeah, yeah, is best. like an, a thespian, like a classic actor. Like that's is it the same so guy? Because they're having comedian Steve Ag voice him in the movie. In that, I don't know if it's the same guy in the show. No, no, it's oh, I think it's I think it's Ron Funches. I'm looking it up. Oh, that's funny. Show, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. These these movies have always been. I, I haven't enjoyed really any of them. I think the closest I came to enjoying one was Shazam, and even that one's like not that great. I like Shazam. Uh, I like Shazam. Yo, how good is that casting for the older and younger kids at the end? But Adrian Brody for that other making kid good, is making good casting. Andy laugh. Uh, King Shark yeah, th- in I, the Harley Quinn animated series on HBO is uh, Ron Funches. Yeah, Ron Funches nailed it. Yeah. Uh, he's got a pretty distinct voice, so I would have been surprised yeah. if you threw him out and were wrong about it. But then, like, it's also like every time he talks, like you can also kind of see his face, which is hilarious because it's also King Shark. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so we watched another movie before we get to our main thing, John Wick today, and we watched a movie called His House that was suggested. I'm gonna let you guys take over because I was. Uh, whelmed by it i guess is the best way to you were it. meaning it just kind of was like a meh thing to you yeah i i i wish it had not been a horror movie and i kind of wish we had just focused on like the actual story you know um i was even kind of hoping that there wasn't any horror elements going on by the end of it and it was just all their conscience and guilt and stuff well sure. i think that's sort of 
I mean, it's like a metaphor yeah, for their guilt. No, I know. I, I see what you're saying. Like, I don't know. Yeah, was, it's I, a movie about uh, Sudanese refugees who are escaping uh, the war in South Sudan. And they are attempting to uh, sort of assimilate into uh, the UK, into London. Um, and uh, one of the, or well, so one of the married couple is attempting to really like do what they're, the caseworkers are asking him to do. He's trying to, you know, go to football matches. He's trying to really become English. And his wife is really trying to hold on to her heritage and doesn't, and doesn't feel like they belong. And uh, they get placed into this house, into this housing unit where um, spooky, creepy things start to happen. Uh, this uh, just, you know, this is a movie that's currently out on Netflix and we're going to be spoiler talking about it. So just like go into this conversation knowing that I thought it was fun. Like it wasn't like my favorite movie I've seen all year, but I felt like thoroughly like creeped out and disturbed for most like the beginning yeah. of it. Like I found it was really effective. And I think like, in my opinion, there are some really amazing shots uh, the cinematography was pretty great across the board. The visuals were fantastic. I, I enjoyed the performances. Yeah. I thought both of the leads did mm-hmm. a great job. I felt that the movie did a smart thing by in the last act kind of focusing on Sudan and like what that was yeah. like kind of escaping mm-hmm. the genocide and mm-hmm. crossing the ocean. I found it really tragic what happened to that little girl. Um, Great twist. Yeah, that, that reveal at the end. I kind was... of predicted mm-hmm. it. I was like, oh, Some, really? did you? Oh, I, I, I well, as soon as soon as they go, so the whole thing, right, is the the wife is like we're being haunted by an apeth, which is their word for, um, which is the Dinku word for the, it's, it translates to night witch, like an evil spirit, and she's like, so the debt hasn't been paid. So okay, okay, so what do we know about this guy? The daughter's guy. I, I'm assuming that it's not because so also knowing this is a refugee story. A, a, a thing like a phenomenon that happens is, is individuals will kind of meet up as they're, as they're getting into whatever country they're seeking asylum into and like pretend that they're a family, which, you know, like quote unquote gives them a better chance of being granted asylum. So it's like, Oh, I bet that they're not even related at all, but I guess they were actually married and it was just, they kidnapped a little girl to be their daughter, which is fucking horrifying well, and fucked up. I don't know. See, I don't, I don't know. Cause I don't know if they're actually married because when they're on the bus, like they're not like she looks back at him, and because the girl's screaming. Well, it, I, also, I think she's disgusted that he did yeah. that he ripped that girl away from her mother, who's like chasing after them because he comes to the school to get her at her job. And remember when she like, and then she comes out of the massacre of like all those all of her coworkers. I'm assuming. So I th- I think we are mm-hmm. to infer that they are married, um, but also I mean maybe I'm wrong and maybe maybe that they weren't they were strangers. Um, I thought I I I was creeped at the beginning. You know the with any like the, mm-hmm. what's great about these movies is like you get close up on the face, you blur out the background, so you don't really know what's going to happen. Like the the pulling the the wire out of the out of the wall, <laughs> and then it's the rope with the seaweed, and it's just and then the, like obviously the, the 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 spirit that's haunting him, you know, um, with the mask was creepy as shit. So that's that's all great. And I knew it was going to be a horror movie because. Until they they changed the poster on Netflix to the guy's face, the husband's face. What it was when I first added to the list was the the hole in the wall with the, the mask in it, right? So yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, this is gonna be fucked up. That mask was creepy. And that's yeah. the thing with like horror movies. Yo, what I mask. I love a lot of horror movies. You go in either for like the the the, and I'm sorry. I think you know our radiator behind us is hissing a little bit. So if 
people can hear that on oh, the wow, uh, <laughs> on the microphone. I apologize to our listeners. Um, it's fucking cold and it's, it's winter. City. Yeah, deal with it. So, um, so it, I thought it was a really, really great balance of story and of the horror aspect of it. Because a lot of the times you sacrifice one for the other, right? And so, usually some of these horror movies that we've seen, it's like it's all about the brutal murders and like the the jump scares and things like that and the creepiness of it. And the story is just kind of like, and eh, this like pieced together story, right? The fact that you know the whole refugee thing, trying to find asylum in the UK, how people treat them in the UK, even uh, even black English kids are like telling her to go back to her country. Like there was like that kind of prejudice there. That's probably yeah, I, I thought that was really effective moment because yeah. like it illustrated it's not about like your skin color or your race. It's like, you can, you're still othered. Like you just do not belong here. Right. For her, for her psychology. It's like, Oh yeah. God, like I have to like, we have to just go back right. to, to, to feel. And that's why I think that it works as a, as a horror movie because it's a horrifying situation. Like in the real world, being like a refugee of war and like being torn from your culture to like another yeah. across the ocean, watching like all of these people die only to be not accepted and to be like judged and to imagine, to be, so kind of feel so rejected and alienated that it's like, I, I would rather go back to this place we fled from. I feel like that all really worked for me. Then, and like, yeah, like absolutely. when you see like the fucking ghost at the or the demon at the end or whatever, it's a little goofy. Uh, you know, the CGI wasn't always the best, but um, I feel like in concept, I feel like it was just a really interesting execution for this idea. Yeah. And um, I mean, you go, you go down it to, it was, it was sprinkled very well with, the the culture like she said there's two tribes there's one yeah. of, like listen to this story and like i love the dichotomy of his reaction to the spirit and her reaction to the spirit where she's fully like she knows exactly what it is she knows exactly what it wants like and she's dealing with it in her own way like she's fearless essentially because she knows what it is right yeah and he's freaking out because he's forcing himself to to assimilate to this culture that's not theirs you know it's like the whole the whole thing with just even down to the details of eating, right? With silverware versus with your hands. Yeah, she wanted to eat with her hands. You know, so. and she's like, all I taste is the metal and like, all oh, you'll get used to it. He tries so hard. Oh, and it's, that's what, okay. Sorry, I'm stupid. I was like, why does the food taste like metal? It's she's because he's using a the fork. Food, yeah. yeah, the fork. Got um, it. But then no, definitely, no, no. definitely the shots <laughs> of the, the water and the, the whole. Oh my God. When the they, yeah, we talked about this too. When, when, he's, when he's eating when, and they just like, they, eating, they keep pulling back effective. on him and he's in the ocean at that sunset. That one or, or I mean the other one when he's with the demon, he's laughing at him. The demon's like, um, go to sleep. And then they, he's like transitions to him again in the but it transitions to him in the water yeah. first before going to Canatonic, and it's like way steep. Well, you know? even the the him in the water, and then hit the arms pulling his hands down, and then and then right. putting his head. It's all his arms, but the way they do it, it like it 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 looked really well. They, done. they so pulled a really couple of great shots off. One of my yeah. favorites was when the woman, the wife, is like looking into the walls, and you just see all these eyes. Yeah, Sarah yeah. and I was like, "Oh, fuck that! No, 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 thank you." <laughs> All of that, that whole conceit was very well done. Also, having the different layers for the like actress who was playing the kid to run through in the walls. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, was yeah. amazing! I mean, yeah, I'd be really curious how they built that set. I want, I would love to know. Yeah, it, how they did all that. Like, it looks like it's got to be just like, like, just layered like um, scaffolding behind it, right? Yeah. So that girl can just like run around. Yeah, it's like a, it's but like a McDonald's looks- play place, but. And right. then she's just screeching and jumping out of the. It's it's cool. She was fantastic. I like, yeah, uh, so that little girl N- was fantastic. Nygak, with her movement. Nygak, I think her character name was. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and then layer, that mask, layered too. with layered mask with work. uh with the social workers coming in, checking on the house. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Who then, being like it's just so it's such a piece of shit. He's like, I hope you guys are you know, one of the good ones. It's like, uh, it's just so slimy and gross. And you have like their neighbors yeah, being like, she, leave. Yeah. She played it fantastic. I really like seeing that. It was really like reserved performance from Matt Smith where, you know, I'm used to seeing him as the doctor sure. mm-hmm. where it's very like over the top. I thought it was great. Well, he definitely did you like know, a, um, a cool nuanced thing where like part of the time, you know, you could see that there was a little bit of heart. Like he did at some point be right. like, Ugh, like it does, this does suck. Here you go. You know, this like, I'm is going to have to report this. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then it's it's interesting because it's the difference of like, you know, I think they're trying to illustrate this difference in cultural beliefs because like he's like talking about like a ghost and the house is haunted and he's like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> you know, but like yeah. these clear these people clearly have PTSD. You know what I mean? It's about like finding compassion. Like, I, I don't know. I, I found it to be very interesting. I thought my favorite line in the whole movie um was the wife uh when she she goes um after everything that we've seen and everything we've been through you think that i could be afraid of ghosts and i was like Mm -hmm. damn that's fucking that's cool like that's badass and it makes a lot of sense because she's the one who's like we have to confront this we have to like deal with what we've done and 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 face you know kind of our consequences of our actions yeah and then but but then brandon was like (laughs) Uh, when you te- what did you text us? You were like yeah. when she just stabs Weird. him in the neck, and you were like, "What the fuck?" Okay, so <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? And that's why, like, that's my only real issue with the movie, where it's like, okay, you build this all up, and I understand that it's a metaphor, and blah blah blah. She literally just stabbed him in the neck, the demon. I mean, who up until this point has you know, j- j- you just took everything that was psychological and could have been more interesting. Like, I would have been happier if she cut herself in the same way that he did to do whatever it was. But like that, it, if it, the whole thing became more psychological as opposed to her literally stabbing a demon in the throat. Oh, you'd like, you like the, on the fence yes, I thing of like, is it real? I, yeah, is it not I, real? Is it? it and, and because yeah. Josh, like you were saying, the story itself was so good and this, you know, their, their story was better. And the story, when it came together with the guilt and them trying to overcome that and, that was better to me, you know? So, I, yeah, I had hoped that that ending would have been more going the other way, more her figuring something out or doing something as opposed to stabbing him in the face. I would have preferred for him to, like, dissipate or disappear because she'd done something else, you know? Sure. That, like, that, that's all I mean. I was just like, you literally just stabbed him in the throat. It was cool, but he's a demon, so I don't believe you. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I'll say, I think the logic... For me, was that he was finally because the whole thing was like he had to open up his flesh for him or whatever, and so he was he was kind of which is which is one of the most gruesome gruesome looking uh, practical (laughs) effects I've ever seen. Yo, that was sick! Like literally, I almost threw up. I don't know. I got uh, I got very I was like, I, <coughs> yeah I think I think Excuse that me. was the moment where uh, Emily was like Jesus I, she like walked away she's like I'm not, I can't with this anymore <laughs> but yeah. like because she he's connected to the physical world she was able to yeah I think that's my think thing that's what I I was like oh that makes yeah no I I got that too I I gathered but, that and I was like that's clever and I like it I just would have preferred yeah. Because I enjoyed what was happening psychologically so much. Yeah. that's all. They did they, the know? performances were great. So like even like uh, the transitions between the like the dream kind of dream world versus mm-hmm. like her realization of like what's happening, like when she's back at the school and 
to then her waking up outside the house. And I know, I know we're essentially explaining this movie for our listeners, but please still we're saying, go check it out. Cause it is worth the watch. Um, yeah, those transitions were really great in my opinion. You know, I was yeah, definitely I engaged. Fucking- so, well, and, that, and, that, and that's the thing, like they, the acting was so good, especially, I mean, the two of them had so much chemistry and were fantastic and, and that what care it's what carries this movie, you know, yeah. visual effects. But if it wasn't, you know, these actors who were doing an amazing job, you would have lost me way faster. Yeah. It's only know? 90 minutes. And-, and I'm also not, I don't generally like horror movies. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm not coming at it from like a, Oh, cool. I'm just like, eh, I didn't, it just doesn't I, do it for me. I didn't, I don't know if I knew that about you. I didn't know if you were, I don't dis, I don't dislike horror movies. I'm just like, meh. It's not the you first know, thing on the list that you like go to. Right. Right. You know, but then that. obviously everything we're at now is like Venn diagram too. Right. Cause even this is like, it's like a psychological yeah, this horror is like movie thriller. As much is, as a refugee drama. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just for me, I preferred that part of it. So when the end turned into more, I was like, okay, that's cool. And I get that. I just personally would have preferred if it had turned into more of a, you know, psychological refugee drama. Yeah. I mean, just like Saw is a movie about a really bad trip to the doctor, you know, the hospital. Yeah, but like smart doctor. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Thanks for the pick, uh, Caleb. Everybody go check it out on Netflix. It was just, you know. Netflix has got all the shit. They're going to have that new David Fincher movie in a couple of weeks, which I'm fucking Whoa. stoked uh, about. Yeah. What's, what's on that? It's called Mank. It's about the guy who wrote Citizen Kane. Gary Oldman's going to play him. Oh, shit. And you know that I love me some Fincher boys. So we're going to have to talk about that one. He's the man. Also, really quickly, have you guys seen the trailer for this show on Netflix that is like somebody's, like my auntie's house or whatever? It's like Andy Samberg and a bunch of people. Auntie Donna's whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they're Australian sketch comedy. So this is actually cool. Uh, I, so remember like way in the, towards the beginning, there was that stop motion short film. Yes. So the guy who made that, his name's Michael Shanks and he's worked with these guys a bunch. So, and I've, so I've seen like sketches of them before. So I was like, oh, this is cool. I haven't checked out any of the Netflix show, but that's just like a fun little connection. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it, it just looks like ridiculous and funny and like they're doing like, you know, kid show, but it's them. I feel like there's, I feel like Netflix has, does this a lot where like there will be a new, even if it's not strictly a sketch, com- there'll be like a new comedy series every year or two years with that they like yeah. promote, but like it always ends up not being, it's just such a, there, all that shit is always just so hit or miss for me. I find like, I, well, that's I'll a, give it a shot. It just pops up. That's the thing, and like, but it's just pops up on Netflix, and I have no idea what it is. Like, I've never heard of the show before. And I'm like, I was, that's Andy Samberg. Cool, I like Andy Samberg. And then I'm just like, I don't know what this is. Like, it, there's no marketing behind it that I've seen at all. Some some people say there's too much content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and we're still and we're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast because there's that being said, there is speaking so much of, well, speaking of content that there will never be too much. <laughs> of. Just sorry, I don't. Because that was a great segue. That was a great uh, segue. What are you are we doing? Not, are we not rating? We don't have to. If we just wanted to recommend it, I just want. Well, to know. Uh, yeah. I mean, we can rate it now. Um, I get for me. I'm I'm giving it a three point five. Just right in the middle, you know. Yeah, I'll give it a three point five too. It, I I really it was a solid solid flick. Yeah, I recommend I, it. I, yeah. Was, I would say you know, guys. I would say it's a three point five. Guys, I think we've um, we should email them, tell them that it's three point five. Uh, 
That's so condescending <laughs> if you actually send an email and be like, we just wanted you to know that we all decided uh, your movie was a seven out of 10. Yeah, now I feel bad. No, I, it is. I think I think it's a great first feature. And that makes a lot of really smart choices. Sure. Is it also a first feature? Yeah. I, that, to my, okay, no, see, to my that, knowledge, it is. I love that. Because they did so much unique shit. Yeah, it was a really, it was a really stuff. great execution of a concept, and I can't. I, I'm really interested in this person's next uh, job they do. I'm, I'm really yeah, interested totally. to see what yeah. they do next. But yeah, cool watch. It's nice, not a long commitment. But sorry, Brandon, I ruined your amazing well, segue, and uh, I apologize. Speaking of amazing segues and apologizing, sure. <laughs> so, John Wick, the man, the legend, Keanu Reeves fucking just watched it again last night just endlessly entertaining i don't know i wanted to watch it we've even done an action movie it like early like an action a modern action movie um <laughs> i watching it again enjoyed it so much more than i thought i would for the 30th time <laughs> um it's just i don't know what are you guys with thoughts well you know it's I mean, john like, wick i like it it's it's undeniably well choreographed and executed. Mm-hmm. For me, I this was my second time watching it, and I enjoyed it less than the first time I did. I think for me, it's just kind of like baked in this aesthetic that I don't really enjoy. It's very like badass, and it's very like like the sound like, neo noir like soundtrack, and like the way that the way that the editing outside of the action scenes is done. I'm not a. I, yeah. I, it's just. I, I just don't think it's, it's my thing. It's not your tone. It's, it's definitely yeah, yeah. not. Um, I would never. I would never say that it's bad, but I had a hard time getting into it uh, personally. No, totally. I when I first watched John Wick a couple of years ago, <laughs> I had watched it the same time that. So I watched the first one, the chapter two, and then we, me, Ryan, and my now roommate Antoine went to the third movie. So I saw all three of them in the same day. And I thoroughly Ooh. enjoyed that day because I got all of, I didn't have to wait for it all. And by the end right. of the third movie, I was like, oh shit. Oh fuck. Like, can't wait for the fourth one because it's now, you know, it's, it gave me the same feeling as like the fast and the furious, right? Where they're great blockbusters, go for the summer, go for a night. You like have this hard rock music that you would lift to in the gym <laughs> as of like, I, I would anyway. And then like, but like, it's like this driving thing where you like, you don't, think about anything else but looking like a badass or acting like a badass and so but watching it for this podcast and just watching john wick because i knew what's like what the franchise is and where it's building to and the Mm. lore that they build throughout the few movies i didn't i kind of like caleb i didn't enjoy it as much as i did the first watch when i was just curious about it even though i had you know ryan with me saying you know just you know, because he he enjoys them, and so he was like kind of quoting it, and like they were getting excited for different parts, like the whole you know the whole thing with the dog, and then the whole thing with a fucking pencil. You know, it's that's like, the, okay. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. That's the best line in the whole movie. Yeah, he's killed these men with yeah. a pencil, a fucking pencil. pencil. <laughs> I was like, all right, yo, that well, that guy is fucking great. All right, oh, he's a great the goat. Absolutely, that was, like one, and, his, oh, really? that was like one of his last movies. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I I, I so I just feel like. You know, it. I was. I still, you know, had that smirk on my face while watching this, and it was fun. I definitely see the appeal and stuff like that. Um, and the choreography is is fantastic. You know, it just mm-hmm. it just sucks that I couldn't. Like now, I want to watch the the other two because right. now that you like, you kind of have to get into because it, 
in terms of substance, in terms of like the backstory of like the underground and the assassins and the whole, the way the organization works and all these things that kind of get hinted at. And, you know, I did read, I did read that like the director's, their kind of their thing is to like leave it up for interpretation. Like they don't want to give you the answers, which I pre- I mm-hmm. absolutely appreciate. If that's what you're going for. Great. I don't need to be spoon fed like we were talking about last week. But right. you know, mm-hmm. but it was kind of it, it isn't. <laughs> but they do flesh it out though more in the the next two chapters, so that you have a like a more overwhelming, like more enjoyable experience. I I think, in my opinion, yeah. I when wonder, you get all that, I wonder going into this movie because it's like very obvious that this is like kind of what we were talking about in the beginning of this episode. It's like, I hope this is a franchise. Like that's so clearly what they're going for. So I do wonder how much they kind of had no going into this, how much they knew. Cause you're right in that, in the the subsequent movies, it does kind of expound on like this sort of culture culture of, I guess, I guess everyone in the world is an assassin. Uh, (laughs) And, and, and that's awesome. And I love it. Sure. But no, it does feel like, yes, there was, there's definitely seems like there's a, a somewhat of a show or a movie Bible that's like, yeah, this is the world that we've set up. You know what I mean? This is how this organization works. These are the rules. These are the people, you know. Uh, but it is it is interesting where I totally feel that because I've had that experience with John Wick so much over the last couple of years. We'll just be on TV. I'll throw it on. It's enjoyable. But I'm not like into it while watching it. But last night we were watching for the podcast. I watched it with Michelle. and It was the first time she saw it. And watching it with somebody with fresh eyes. Made it so much better to watch, mm. and so like that's why like I enjoyed it so much more again this time I think because I was like in that perspective. Yeah, I told I told Caleb I think after we watched it was like it's definitely a movie that if someone like in the room says you know oh what's John Wick you're like oh well okay of course I'm gonna have to show you John Wick now because right, it, it is exactly it is very much a, a staple in terms of this genre of action movie you know it's it's like oh yeah you know the guy from the Matrix oh yeah he does it better as right. like in a, like in this in the same world or whatever you, you know what you I mean? think that this movie is better than the matrix i think it's a different that's not what he, said. I think- he just said he did it better you know the guy from the matrix he does it better that's that's what i heard yeah, you clearly say. keanu reeves is better in this movie than he is in the matrix okay that's your opinion and you're free to have it i think that to justify my opinion or our opinions is that the Matrix as an entire entity of thing, and Keanu Reeves was, you know, was fine as the as Neo as the character, but in John Wick, like, cause, cause I, I Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the writer, he, he wrote the screenplay and sold screenplay and sold it, and then Keanu Reeves jumped on, and then they worked together, kind of, you know, it, it was Keanu Reeves' yeah, idea it, to change it to John Wick or whatever, and then and then the the, the directors, if I'm not mistaken. Were the guys were the stunt coordinators from the Matrix, right? And so it's it's kind of like them getting together and being like, "Cool, let's just you know instead of having like the Matrix world and the real world or like this kind all these layers, let's just have a super like Keanu Reeves doing his action thing in this single world, you know, without jumping around or anything like that. It's like this own its own standalone world environment, well, the universe. And then that's I mean that is the that's that is the craziest part about this movie is is the action sequences and the fact it's it's all him um it's all ridiculously well done and accurate all the bjj he's doing could not be wait more what did you point. just what was that acronym uh BJJ, brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, brazilian uh sorry i my mind went there it's all just ridiculously perfect you know what i mean yeah. um 
And then same with like, you know, you've seen the videos the of him online at like the shooting ranges, doing all the, exactly all the gun stuff. And like, it's just, those scenes are so fucking incredibly high level and well done that it, it just totally different level in this movie, you know? Yeah. And then I think that's what I meant by like doing it better. This it's more concentrated, I think in John wick. Well, even the, character like neo's such like a deadpan character the whole time that's his thing wait that's the characters that keanu reeves well that's what <laughs> i'm saying that's my now, point was now it's be not that like yeah i'm not like i i don't know i think it's very interesting how culture has sort of attached itself to keanu reeves in 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 recent years like i he's not a very good actor i don't think i think he on all accounts he's like a very nice person that a lot of bad things have happened to and I think that that's awful. And I'm glad that he is well-respected and gets work in it for all of those things. But in terms of like, I'm watching a movie and I'm trying to get invested into your story. Keanu Reeves is never the guy who's going to do that for me because he's so like, this is how I talk. And it's like, all right, for Neo, I feel like because the matrix is so stylized anyway, and everyone's kind of doing that, like mm-hmm. it's not just him. I feel like it works really well. And I think that like, the Matrix is one of the movies that like changed things in how we talk about like yeah. blockbusters and cinema. Like that is always going to be a classic. And I do not yeah. think that John Wick is going to be remembered 10 years from now in the same way it is now. That's my opinion. We'll, we'll see. Only time will tell. Well, no, Cause it'll be chapter seven. <laughs> so they, they <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. you're right. They yeah, keep there's making... going to be a million movies like Fast I, guys, guys, I am still holding out for the hope that cause matrix four and John Wick four come out we'll the see. same day. And I've said this multiple times we'll on the see. podcast. I'm still holding out hope that the, the last acts of both those movies are the same movie. Because that would be the craziest thing to happen in movie history. You're seeing one of them. You're like, all right, John Wick. Pew, 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 pew. And then third act, boom, unplugged. He's in the Matrix. I love now, that your gun, your gun sound effect sounds that... like lasers. <laughs> uh, well, and just like, sorry, I don't want to. That's how you know. That's how you know he's in the Matrix. I don't. Oh, man. you're right. You're right. You're totally right. He's like shooting. He's shooting binary numbers at everybody. Uh, to just to, I don't want to. This doesn't have to be like a Matrix versus John Wick's discussion, but I feel like I think the Matrix, like no one had ever seen anything like that before. No, and, no, and John yeah. Wick is like a very well done version of something we have seen before. And so but, in my opinion, I would prefer his turn as Neo to this. That's all I meant. See, but sure. I, I feel like those aren't mutually exclusive though, because totally. I mean, no question the Matrix is the better movie just in like how it's you know what i mean it's it's the matrix like you said it, i mean it's plato's allegory of the cave like that's your starting point is very deep so that's a hundred percent fair and clear you know even when you go back to the stuff they did cinematically for that movie it was stuff we've never seen before the slow motion 360 camera brand yeah like it, undeniably like an achievement 100%. like there's there's before and after the right. matrix yeah what i think me and josh are both saying is as just as as an actor, he's a better actor in this movie than in The Matrix. That's how I feel personally. I, but that's and, what he's not. But what he's <laughs> arguing is that <laughs> no, no, I totally hear. I to, I get what you're saying for sure. I think like obviously it's been at that point almost a decade and a half. Like it's been 15 right. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but for me, so growth. The fact that he's he he is using the same tools in his toolbox, but in with Neo, it fits that aesthetic so much more. And mm. in this movie, you have, I don't, I don't want to say like, there are like actors that are like emoting <laughs> in John Wick. And like, and, and, and he just sticks out like, I, I don't like saying that he's bad. I don't even know if that's the right word, but he's very specific. 
and there are there's like a scene really early on where he's trying to cry and i'm like this just isn't doing it for me i don't buy it no no i know what you mean like i and i mean this as a compliment though because this is a very like hard place for any actor to reach and this is what you were referring to before but he's almost coming to a uh, chuck norris status now where it doesn't you're not going to see it like you could have named the movie keanu reeves and done the same thing and made like the character keanu and people would have still gone and seen it because it doesn't matter you know what i mean like, yeah he has know. his his like his genre his his you know caricature yeah, like of like go- of, and it all stems from I would say the matrix, like people yeah. saw him in the, that trilogy and was like, Oh shit, he's an action, like kind of a thing. So let's make these movies that let him do the same thing. Right. right. And with John wick, I think the difference I think for me is that with Keanu Reeves, it's interesting because I mean, as male, as men, we were very much, we're always playing like, we're always aggressive. We're always like the emotion stereotypically. And I know I'm very generalizing here. So, because this is not true, I do not actually believe this, but like in terms of, cause I know I struggled with this in school and things like that is getting there being, being sensitive because as men, we're always told being like being the only vulnerable. emotions that we can emote are anger yeah. and happiness, whatever. And like, we can't cry. Right. And so I'm not saying that Keanu Reeves can't do it. Cause I know he can, but in terms of even being like a, an assassin and being that kind of like, unemotional kind of, you know, hard ass, you know, type of yeah. thing. You still have other assassins or people like um Willem Dafoe and Green Goblins in this movie. What's it's fucking her? awesome. Adrian Pilecki awesome. Adrian Pilecki. Yeah. Fucking Theon Greyjoys in this movie. Yeah, yeah. No, he he's great in everything. He's so <laughs> How much for the light- car? John Leguizamo. There's like actors in this movie that are yo, doing things. John Leguizamo has a ma- has an amazing scene in this movie. That's one of my favorite. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie, except for when he's like, "Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back." Yeah, that's, the, that's fam- the best line. The yeah, Miss Perkins movie. or whatever. And so like uh, Perkins. Yeah, Adrian Adrian Plicky. But for but for me though, she still had that kind of that thing behind the eyes where you can be like, you know, she's still you can still be expressive without. Mm-hmm. You, without facial expression, right? And Keanu Reeves in some of those scenes, like I can't see it on the same level as I can with other actors yeah, doing the same. He's thing. not a dramatic actor, <laughs> you know. And when you have like the whole fucking sad backstory about John Wick's like wife and then his dog, and it, it's just it feels like there should be more. I should be feeling something more. And then they very quickly like, oh well, he just is going to murder half of New York now. And also that was like <laughs> yeah. something that I actually. I wish that they hadn't opened up the way that they did. I wish they had opened up with him waking up sad that his wife has died. Oh, it would yeah, have been I totally such, forgot that that was a thing. It would have been such a better reveal, especially because he gets his ass kicked by those three guys like breaking mm-hmm. into his house. It would have been such a better reveal to then have everybody like, why the fuck did you do that? And then there's, yeah, there's no reason for Theon Greyjoy to think any, like, yeah, he's just some guy. And then he's got I, the sledgehammer and then he gets all these fucking guns out. And I was like, oh, what? Like, I just ruins it when you see him kind of, like, bleeding and he's, like, yeah. coming out of the car. It's like, ah, oh, she's dumb. I totally forgot that, that that scene happened at the beginning. I agree. It was unnecessary. But the whole building of Theon fucking killing him. Or I'm going I'm to stop calling him that. Alfie Allen killing him or killing the dog and everything. And then the just 30 minutes of people trying just like beating to, the yeah, shit out to of understand him. <laughs> that, like, you fucked up. 
so hard. It's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> yeah. The John Leguizamo scene when when he's like, oh, oh, you, you know what Vito likes and doesn't like? Well, I'll tell you what. He sure as fuck gonna understand. And then he calls him and he's just like, why did you punch my son? He's like, well, he stole John Wick's uh, car <laughs> and killed his dog. And Vito's just like, hmm. It like hangs up the phone. Yeah, and it would have been like, it's so and it would have well been even better if they hadn't had that scene in the beginning. In my well, I agree, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I and like I had totally forgot that that scene was in it because why? Yeah, it's just what we do now. I think what's in yeah, it's about annoying. We-, <laughs> we should start our stories where they begin. I hate like the whole like. Obviously, this movie didn't go as far as the example I'm about to give you. Like, it's not this bad, but it's it's like that sort of like. Freeze frame, record scratch. I bet you're wondering how I got into this situation. It's like, shut up. Like, don't oh, condescend yeah. to me. Don't talk down to me. Let me watch your fucking movie. I paid 18 fucking dollars to come see it. Just let me watch your goddamn movie. You know, don't yeah. talk down to me. I do find it interesting, though, with how well the 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 fighting scenes are, the gun, the gun handling and things like that, that it was a little bit. It's I don't know if it was meant to be just a straight vehicle or if they had if they had the the other couple movies planned out at this point that's what i was asking earlier yeah um because it did seem like so you have you have the the intrusion or like essentially the entice uh enticing no inciting inside thank you brandon (laughs) oh my god got you buddy uh inciting incident of the dog and everything like that which by Mm -hmm. by the way best actor in the movie is that that fucking beagle so cute if I could be woken so up at 6 a.m. by a dog like that, I would die happy. Um, but it was it was that it was like, cool, it crack it, the whole, you know, I say it's the whole, you know, Android 16's head being, cr- you know, smashed moment for Gohan, you know, to be become Super <laughs> Saiyan 2 legitimately, um, which still moves me, by the way, that anyway, the oh, Cell yeah. Saga Very was emotionally the potent scene. Yeah. Um, so his crack. And so he just goes, you know. He just goes off on everybody, right? And everybody who's who's in the underworld knows it, right? So that's the whole joke is like he's fucking John Wick. Like they don't tell you really yeah. anything about his background until he gets back out of quote out of retirement, you know. But I and love it's that. just a vehicle for him to just destroy New York's like everybody in the underground, all these thugs. Yeah. For the they next really hour, get you to they really you get know? you to feel for this like violent, deranged sociopath <laughs> as he as he murders all of these because he doesn't want to. <laughs> Yeah, until he, he has so he, to. He's killed a lot of people, but he feels bad about it. Is the is yeah. the thing? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I love when uh, Don from the newsroom shows up as the cop. That's one of my favorite scenes. So he's just like he's like, "Hey, John." It, it, and it seems yeah, that's interesting because we were talking about it when we watched it. I want because that seems like it's supposed to be a bigger thing than it is. Like I feel like that was maybe supposed to be a bigger thread. Like. I think it's interesting that like the police would know about him. Right. But they never expand. There's so many things that they don't expand on. And like, I understand like what you were saying earlier is like, Oh, we look to leave things open to interpretation. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, like I feel like there's a lot of missed opportunity in this movie. I just think that that's not leaving it up to um, interpretation. I think that's just them trying to close a hole being like, cause the easiest thing would be like, this makes no sense. Why would the cause arrested him fucking, you know what I mean? He's killing everybody. And then to be like, no, no, this is hooked up high enough that the cops know. And they're, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you can like definitely a, an easy yeah. way to, you know, but sure. You can but, definitely surmise that because a lot of people do say, oh, hey, John Wick, you're back to work. We're not going to say it explicitly, but like you, right. you're working again. Cool. OK, yeah, but like bye. most of those guys are assassins. Right. And with the cop, 
But I think, doesn't he, that character come back in the next movie? That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. I don't remember if he did. I haven't seen But that might be years. because he blew up. Like, that guy's in everything. Oh, my God. I, so I, that for might a second, have... I thought, like, literally, did the character, like, did he blow up? Like, <laughs> no, like no, that no, actor no. killed like he... himself by lighting Acme. No, 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 not in real life. Stop, 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 stop. Not in real life. No, he's, he's, <laughs> he's fucking fantastic. But that, that he's been, he's been blown that up. Actor, so he's been that everything. actor cuffed Justin Long. Did, have you ever, did you know that? <laughs> I did not know. So that. this is really funny. We're going on a tangent. So Justin Long dated Amanda Seyfried for like a long time. Is this libel? <laughs> it's just true. Like just listen to what I'm saying. If you look at the, if you look, no, no, if you look at the timeline, this is true. So they, right, I've done right. the math. So Justin Long and Amanda Seyfried were dating for a really long time. Amanda Seyfried did a Broadway play with Thomas Sadowski, the actor you're talking about. She breaks up with Justin Long, uh, marries Thomas Sadowski, and has a baby seven oh, wow. months later. So. That's all I'm gonna say. That's Whoa. all. That's all when I'm gonna Ju- say. This wow. before or after Justin Long was married to Drew Barrymore? Way after. This was like this. Okay. This was like this past decade, like recently. This past <laughs> decade, this is such a wide gap of time. Uh, Justin Long was to, to be fair, more lat, like in the mid 2000s and the late 2000s. That's what I'm saying. That's even longer ago. Sorry, man. I'm behind on my peoples. Jesus. Brandon, you brought it up. I'm answering your question. Brandon, anyway, to be fair, so, 2020 has been three years long. Yeah, so to be fair, can't. this year has been nine years. But um, <laughs> but my point was like, I hear what you're saying, but like, it's it's the whole, It's not, I'm not talking about like plot holes. I'm talking about like, I want to know what the fuck, like wow, what, yeah. this seems to be like an underworld that operates out of this right. one building that they have their own currency and like every single well, person in New York is an assassin. And I'm saying like you had an opportunity yeah. to make it more than, but, and then that's what the sequels are for. I understand that, but I'm just watching this movie and it's really difficult for me to get totally invested because it feels like I'm like, Oh, that's something that I'm interested in learning more about, but we're already onto right. the next action set piece. And again, I understand yeah. that's what most people are coming into this, like looking for and that's fine. But I'm saying for me personally, I'm like, eh. no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like if, if they didn't have other movies, this is the type of thing where I'd be like, I'd like to know more. Is there a companion comic book that goes with this? Well, now there's going to be a comic book. They're creating a comic book. And that's what I, the first thing I noticed, cause it was very stylistic in terms of the, the tone of the movie. I definitely got a very graphic novel-y sense to it. They did, they spent probably a lot of money and stuff in post to like make it look because all the cars yeah. were black. Everything was, mm. you know, it's like. Once this, you said this that, I couldn't not think about it. That's yeah. totally right. It feels like this was a comic book before, even though right. I don't think it was. It wasn't. No. So they used this as the source field for the thing, which I think is cool <sighs> when you when you build a character as a writer. That's like this cool kind of almost this God, not God, but. He's kind of a God. Kind of a God in the in the in in his own world, right? It's a fucking and boogeyman. He's the, the boogeyman. Ya- oh, no, in those subtitles. The Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. And then, and after, the boogeyman? It's so stupid. <laughs> but like, it's fun. No, it's the guy you could send to kill is a fucking boogeyman. It's just like, who? And you know that these guys, these stunt, because they're stuntmen, right? And you know these guys are writing this like, oh, this is going to be so fucking cool. When we, It's like, it's just, it seems like very it was, adolescent. It, you know? Well, no, it wasn't, uh, it it was, wasn't written it was by cool. the stunt guy. It was written by an, like a screenwriter. But the stunt guys who's, came who's on directed by? Uh, it was, cause I remember it was, um, I thought they had the story. I thought, well, and they might've changed a little bit of it. And then when, you know, they're on screen and then you see like all the subtitles <laughs> come on screen and some of them are like different colors. It's like, Hey dummy, like this is the important word. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know. I'm probably being harsh, but at the same time, like 
This wasn't even well, my no, favorite not, action movie that came out that year. Not, <laughs> you're not being harsh. We're just talking about it. So it was written it. by Derek Kolstad. Uh, cl- oh. You know, oh, okay. And who, ju- who has just done the the John Wick movies, essentially. Um, no way. This guy didn't get to break out and write other movies. But he... All right, that was being mean. Because um, he only kind of Derek, really started... He sold, man, he sold his first script in 2012. So he's very, like... And oh, John so came out right in 2014. Away. Yeah. And so... But what I mean is that, like, it was a, this, like thing and then keanu reeves jumped on and then they got this the guys to direct it this two stunt guy, two stuntmen and so they they worked and workshopped and made it what it is today right and so when you're thinking about we talked about it with like even like the dc stuff like putting the cart before the horse right it's hard watching john yeah. wick as a standalone movie because we have the other two movies right now there's going to be chapter mm-hmm. four there's going to be chapter five in a few years so they're already planning Apparently on that doing, stuff. They're, they're filming four and five at the back. Yes, the they are. So yep. And they're going to be yeah. released like a year apart, um, yeah. which I think is great. I love it when they do that and they can just, you know, but you know, it's it, okay. Cool. If you're going to, as a writer, if you're let's like, you're writing anything that's this multiple episodes, you're kind of going someplace and you're only choosing to, to limit this kind of standalone episode, let's say, or film. Like it's still, I feel like it's, have its merry sauce to have its own contained thing right like if they were just thinking of john wick as a movie it definitely had you're definitely leaving the movie going that was a lot of fun i very much enjoyed myself for that july afternoon but what (laughs) but like but i still have all these questions and the fact that you have to watch the next movie to like and they start answering those questions when they start fleshing things out more like where does that fall in terms of kind of how you structure your story or well, these characters? Well, I mean, even even more so, exactly what you were saying. So I just realized. So apparently, that writer also did. He's the one who did Atomic Blonde. Oh, it's another kind of lame movie. But well, it's I also like Atomic they Blonde. Ha- well, me too. And they they asked him, you know, if it's connected, and he's like, it's the same world. Interesting. So that, Everything has so to be a fucking universe now. We can't just well, let movies. And then they be were movies. like. And then they were like, you know, are they ever going to get them together? And he's and he was like, uh, yeah, we're just waiting for the right script. So that's what's coming. It's Charlie Theron and that's so see that would um, be an interesting fight scene for sure. Can yeah, and then and and then apparently there's another movie written called Ballerina that is another offshoot that's like another assassin being brought up. You know, it uh, okay. sounds exact. It sounds like it's Black Widow. But yeah. did you you know? Charlize Theron is like is an interesting because I also saw her Netflix movie The Old Guard. I like that was it. fun. Um, but that was a graphic novel too about Josh, by the way. The Old Guard. Yeah. Nice. I because I like that kind of world they're doing. But it's funny. Atomic Blonde. Real quick tangent. That's the only movie I've seen in four XD or whatever with like the chair that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was so. It Ultra four XJ. It was so. It was so weird because then it moves Fuck. if you're like flying or the camera's moving yeah. and it it was. Never again. I'm sorry. It's not worth it <laughs> for the extra. Oh, 10 so it's bucks. also it's, like it's yeah. like thirty nine ninety nine. I, w- I would shit. never pay forty dollars to vomit. <laughs> like what? Like what are you? Talking you, go to, about? you pay forty dollars to go into an amusement park to ride roller coasters. Yeah, you pay forty dollars for a bottle of Ipecac. <laughs> Where are you in the world that Ipecac costs forty dollars? <laughs> this know. is why we can't uh, have socialized I'm, medicine in America. Uh, this is why we here. can't have nice things. Uh, I thought Atomic Blonde was. It's just such a bad structure. I remember that movie being lame. In my opinion, I like James McAvoy a lot. Anyway, John Wick. Yeah, McAvoy's the man. He gives fellow shorties like me hope. John Wick, Keanu Reeves, isn't he like six four? No, he's talking about, talking about James, McAvoy. James McAvoy. Oh, <laughs> you fool! Uh, yeah, no, Keanu's very tall. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though, about in terms of like that analogy of like 
you know, going into these projects. Because you, Caleb, you you're writing like TV series, like you you think about TV shows and like yeah. writing your own stuff. Like you have, yeah. let's say, you you think about the whole as a picture, but you have to like, okay, what's going to I mean, be? Can- yeah, no, it's definitely not. I'm not saying I'm not trying to be flippant, being like it's the easiest thing in the world. It's definitely a very difficult balance to strike because, again, this movie John Wick was clearly written to launch a franchise, so you have right. to leave room, you know, to for more. Yeah, but. The, that's why you get paid a lot of money to do this shit because like when you do it really well it's it's seamless like like the matrix where it's like so clear like it told its story like that movie that first movie is its own story but the the world just the fact that the world itself is so clearly ripe for more like you know yeah. with the machines in the real world and the and sorry spoiler for a movie that came out in 1999 but um <laughs> The biggest movie that's yeah, that in like, 1999. <laughs> uh, so it's it's just like, you know, for this movie, I'm watching it. And it's it, I guess it's just that it's so clear to me. It's yeah. like, OK, this is like, you know, I don't know. It's just very transparent. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you said that, because for me, when it comes down to it, that is what I think makes John Wick, the movie, uh, better than other movies of its type right what makes john wick better than something like atomic blonde or whatever pick one of a million movies is that they just happen to with keanu being everything we just talked about with the tone of it them leaving room like all these criticisms are so valid but knowing exactly what it is what i'm getting into it just hits the perfect tone of they're not taking themselves too seriously but it's well done and it's jokey but he's awesome so like it just hit that perfect tone for me of like this is what i want from just a crazy action movie you know yeah, yeah. I, I i definitely i i agree because i the next time i'll watch this is when i watch all three of them before i go see the fourth one i think in terms of like this <laughs> this will definitely once when they're all out this will definitely be like a thing that someone could theoretically like just do like a marathon for a weekend just because it's fun. Kind of like you do your Harry Potter stuff or the Lord of the Rings marathon or any of these kind of franchises that you sit down and you don't necessarily watch them regularly, but, but when you do, you watch them as a collective, you know, to get the kind of full, the full story, you know? So, yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. (laughs) I wish there were more creative kills. Because there aren't really. Yeah. It's everybody just gets shot in the head. And again, all of the action is very well choreographed. I'm not saying that that's bad, but like. No, no, no. It's just. There's yeah. one guy that he like breaks his neck over his counter. And that's like Ugh. the single coolest thing in the movie. And they never do anything cool like that again. It's all just gun. Sh- and like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how cool is it? Like, how innovative is it? Like, it's a very well done version for what it is. But I, I don't know. I wish I, I just wanted more. It's 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 that if you're watching it and you're somebody who knows or watches like UFC and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and stuff. Everything that he's doing is so blatantly and clearly what it is that that's what drew, I think a different audience into it as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like the audience where you would have lost being like, well, that's not how that works. Or that's is it's the opposite. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think they, for these fight scenes, sorry. It's yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of people just being like very specific about, you think they like, oh, shit. they did like a foundation first because I feel like the next yeah. couple movies yeah, and I know yeah, I exactly. keep bringing up the next movies but I don't think they're exclusive. Yeah, it's very hard to talk about this yeah. movie in a vacuum. It has um, two sequels because they get really creative with some some of the kills in the next right. two movies. So it's, dude, the big guy I don't know if he's a basketball player or what, but in the library in the third one I think where they like smash his fucking head on the books and stuff. Dude, yeah. 
That's awesome. More <laughs> shit like that. And then it's just fucking Halle Berry shooting people and killing. I don't know. So, but like, it's funny because you have a, something that like this. That's right. very, you know, that's, you, know you have the, you have like the dubstep, like the very hard rock. Yeah, I fucking whatever. hated the soundtrack. And it's, movie. and it's just like, it's, it's specifically used. It's so obvious that it's used to like feel quote unquote badass. I don't know how that. For yeah. lack of a better term, no, that's the you know. exact term. <laughs> but like, for, for instance, like the fourteen-year-old's idea of like cool and edgy shit. Yeah, you know? uh, and then like you know you're like you're like you know you you're tapping Diplo your foot. Track, you're bro. like fuck yeah, like I would totally take the paycheck to be in an action movie like this, one hundred percent. But in, in terms of like, you know how you, Caleb, you mentioned real quick about keeping it slightly open-ended so that yeah. you can build off it. Right. It's funny because if you compare this to like, let's say the fast and the furious franchise, <laughs> which gives me the same feeling. It's got the cars. It has the, the action stuff. It has the ridiculousness of it. I feel like for that though, like Final, fast and the furious was like, it's open. Like it, it didn't, it wasn't open-ended. It was just kind of like an ending to this great story. Yeah, no, this and then they literally like, they forced themselves to like create yeah. these things. Yeah. And now that you have the rock in it for the last few then they keep it more of like thing, but it really is just they're their own contained stories in each well, of the franchises, it, 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 you know. It, and Josh, even the, even the second one had nothing to fucking exactly. do with the first one. Except for they the had Paul one, Walker so or whatever. Have, yeah, Paul Walker, but that was it. They just, oh yeah, this is Paul Walker's friend from childhood. Right. Um, and so they're like, uh, they're, almost, like, they're almost like forcing like new stories, right. but they're really the same story. But where, where John Wick, it does at least follow a continuation of like... What happens? Because I think what at the end of the second one, I think then he becomes like outlawed or whatever, and so he's up to kill. People can just yeah. come after him. So and cool. Like that's a setup for the third million movie. dollar bounty. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. again, he's running in the park, and the thing goes out, and literally every single person who's in Central Park, their phone blows up. Is like I, there can't be this many assassins <laughs> because then who are you killing? There's more assassins than there are fucking people in this in in this that's city. That's why you it only kill high end. That's, well, then that's why some people have a lot of gold coins and some people have not as many See, gold coins. Hold on. I have an issue with this. I have an issue with your line of argument here in that I know you watch many animes where this is like completely the plot where everyone's an assassin. But like... Huh? Every, that, you, they, get, they get around it in that. You have to take every like media on its own. <laughs> got him. No, you didn't. Got him. <laughs> you have to take every story on its own terms. Like, anime is like fucking dumb. I love it, but anime is really stupid. <laughs> but so is John Wick. That's the point. But like, I don't know. I it's so much easier for me. I think some stuff is suited to different mediums. Like, I have no problem yeah. watching a bunch of like Japanese teenagers kill each other in cool ways <laughs> because like it's like a cartoon and like the colors and, and the way that things are drawn. Like when I'm watching John Wick, which is like a movie that I have to pay a lot of money to go see. Yeah. And it's like, just give me a story, you know, give me something that's not. And like in Japanese, if you watch it in Japanese, you can't tell the acting's bad because I don't understand the language. So like oh I can just fucking be like, no, that's true. That's why do you think all the dubs are fucking shitty? It's like you have to listen to what they're actually saying. It's like, oh, this makes no sense. This is fucking ridiculous. You watch fucking Amazing. you watch fucking Death Note in English, and he's like, "I'll eat a potato chip like this," and it's just like, <laughs> "Shut up! What are you talking about?" And like, but you watch it in Japanese, it's like, "I go there, someone and you're like, "Yeah, fuck it, kill everybody. I don't care." <laughs> that episode chip looks awesome. And then like, what do you watch? So when you watch John Wick, he's like, "I have to kill Yosef as revenge for my dead wife." It's like that's fuck so dumb. 
But if it was in Japanese, you would be like, Watashi wa kanoda kenneskira! And you'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it! <laughs> I'm fucking down! My point is, anime is the best. <laughs> anime is and, the best. Uh, I've recently started watching Naruto and One Piece, but that's going to get us boy. One Piece, I can't, it's just such a... Uh, a monolith. I I can't. That's 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 the thing. There's a thousand the fucking thing. episodes of this show, Josh. Liter- like, and it's not literally. even close to being done. Yeah, <laughs> literally a thousand episodes. Why would, thousand you, why would you start? Because it's, it's it's my my brother started. My, both apparently, my apparently, started it's, it. apparently, it's like legitimately very good, and like it's it is very it's, good. It's, it's is, worth it, it to get good. into it, but it's a yeah. thousand episodes long. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know, John. I was, John Wick is great. Uh, I apologize to the nation of Japan for <laughs> bastardizing, their, bastardizing their language. Um, now that was actual Japanese you were speaking, though, right? Some of the words were, but a lot of it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping that it was because it's. it's Never done that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, it was ultimate fighting move. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that we'll to, don't we'll do that. That out. All right, but anyway, do we have anything else to say about John Wick? Before I uh, before I get canceled. No, should we uh, should we rate Mister John? It's Wick? your episode, baby. It's up to you. Any other any other feelings, I'm thoughts, good. Josh? I thought I, I thought I did great this episode. Criminal criminal yeah. under you underutilization of Willem Dafoe. I, I didn't think he had enough cool shit to do because nah, he's such a fucking I, crazy person that you could he could have had him do more. In my opinion. yeah, but I, but I like to be in the calm guy because you expect him to freak out. Well, and then like it, the thing that for me I liked because it was, it did track with him. Again, kind of open-ended that, like, he was contracted to, you know, there's, like, a $2 million thing, which, at this point, yeah. I'm like, $2 million, that's it, to kill Yeah, the, I was like, that. I feel like if this guy's the fucking craziest killer of all time, you gotta up that money Yeah, because more likely, you're probably going to die. You're, like, you're not actually gonna kill him. Yeah. But, but the fact that he, like, saved him every time, you know, and, like... It's a cool character, but I just wish fine. they had given and this... Like, when he was getting him. tortured, I wish he went a little more Green Goblin, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, also, you have him. Josh, do we, do we ever find out like how much those gold coins are worth? They're their own currency. They just, like, yeah, there's just their no. Own thing. They don't just explain. They just know that like yeah. for like tipping people, you give them like a coin or something, or like you know hey, Harry, when, would you like when he to beat up Miss Peter, Miss Patterson or Peterson or whatever. Um, you know he gave Perkins. he gave the guy Perkins. Perkins. Sorry, not even close. Uh, Miss Perkins. <laughs> um. To watch her, you know, like he gave the guy, hey, do you want to earn a gold coin? And it's like, honestly, RIP to the King Harry, because he was just trying to do his job. He was just hanging out. Yeah, and, no. and she fucking shot him under a pillow. Which well, was then lame. she got executed. I want to see somebody's great, like fucking so. head Yo, get blown off. Her execution was dope, though. The frame was cool with that. With like, because I was like, yeah. she's kind of off the mark, but where but she was cool. so far away. Where she fell. Uh, I know you had to do it in a while to good. get all the other people in there, but like, I wanted to, she, it was just kind of like, I wanted to see it, you know. <laughs> wow. You're sick. Yeah, but like, then you wouldn't see the five people or however many. Well, people. you can fucking have was, that establishing shot and then cut in close. No, it was cool with the people and then the archways and then the Bethesda fountain. Yeah. Behind Ian McShane her, was like, like, I have to go be in Pirates of the Caribbean four now. Uh, <laughs> he's the man. But no, good. Dude, I have to go be okay, in Game real of quick story. All right. Hold on. Yeah. Real quick story about him in Game of Thrones and then, and then we'll rate. So uh, there's an interview with uh, uh, shit. Uh, Jason Momoa uh, talking Nope, not right. Um, the guy who played the Hound. Um, oh no, no I can't remember his name. Yeah. I think it's Rory McCann. Yes. So there was so it was an interview with him, and he was talking about when Ian McShane, you know, was on Game of Thrones. They had those couple scenes together, uh, you know, over those those couple episodes, and he said that like Ian McShane's like such a nice dude and such a good dude, but everybody's just sitting there and like eating these burgers, and Ian McShane is just like 
this burger is fucking dog shit. And then like he hucked it and it hit like Rory McShane, who's just like enjoying his burger. And he's like, what's going on? And everybody was like freaking out and nothing came of it except that the next day they all got like way better food. So Rory McShane's like, he's the fucking man. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my quick little thing there. Uh, I'm ready to rate. You guys want to rate it? You go first. I'm going to give it a solid four gold coins. How many stars is that? <laughs> Converts to 4.3 stars. 4.3 stars. we round down. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And cur- when, yeah, when you're exchanging currency, you do have to round down. <laughs> Um, as a standalone, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would probably give it a three as well. Uh, again, I would never venture to say that it is bad. It just is what it is, you know, you know, in the same time you had like Mad Max was coming out. You had the raid movies were coming out. Just that's what is more interesting to me. See Mad Max. I wouldn't put in the same category. The raid. I definitely would. That's like a fair one-to-one. But Mad Max is a totally different thing, in my opinion. Just production value, what it is, you know, is just such a bigger thing. Okay, yeah. That should have, I mean, that should have been, I mean, fucking, he should have, Tom Hardy should have been nominated for the Academy Award for that. Yeah, that was a great movie. Cool. He was nominated for The Revenant instead. Do you think that he didn't put himself, yeah, but do you think he didn't put himself up because of Leo? I, I mean, like, what do you mean? You know, he was. I don't. Well, I don't know what you mean. Like, had he like to because he got nominated for the Revenant for Best Supporting, but to also be nominated for Mad Max for Best Actor. I don't think he would have won. I don't think the Academy was watching Mad Max no. for the acting. <laughs> that was always going <laughs> to be. Great, that was though. always going to be Leo's apology Oscar. He wanted it for so long. He should have got it for Wolf of Wall Street. He should have got it for Django Unchained, honestly. It's, he's yeah. so much fun. He's so much fun to watch in that movie. <laughs> he should have got it for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. He should have got it for Critters 3. He should have got it for Basketball Diaries. He should have got it for the Titanic. He should have. But I think he got I think he got a Teen Choice Award for that. So Oh, well, that's it. obviously. Uh, MTV's Movie Award for Best Kiss goes to Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, <laughs> Kate Winslet. Sorry, I almost called her Claire Danes, but I knew that that wasn't correct. So you stopped I, yourself. They, you know what? You know what? There's a good chance they won Best Kiss for that, too. He should have got it from <sighs> Romeo plus Juliet. <laughs> he should have. No. At least been nominated. I like that movie. I know you do, Brandon. <laughs> so what are we doing? All right. Is it me? Right, it's me. Boys. Sorry. I was waiting yeah, for you to you. go. But, no, but then I realized you. that I was the fool. So next week is American Thanksgiving. Uh, and a, a holiday we associate with family and togetherness. So I want to recommend a nice, wholesome movie about family. So for next week, we'll watch the 2009 film Dogtooth, directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. You can watch it on... This sounds like it's not a family movie. It is definitely a movie about family. <laughs> right, murderous families? And uh, you can watch it on Amazon Prime in the States, or you can also watch it on Shudder.com. There you uh, go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos has become one of my favorite directors. He blew up uh, this past decade with stuff like The Lobster and The Favorite and Killing of a Sacred Deer. I really um, love The Favorite. I love all those movies. Yes, yeah, this is this is the this is one of his first movies. It was nominated for the best foreign film from Greece Ooh. at the Academy Awards. The movie came out. I think it's very good. I'm very interested. Interesting to know what you guys think of it. Um, okay, I'm. I like that. I'm. I'm now. I'm now. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, 
Yeah, I just I just read the like the really quick synopsis of it. Yeah, it's okay. gonna be. I think it'll be cool and uh, you know family friendly fun. So <laughs> <laughs> Shutter Shutter's really uh, reaping benefits. That was a worth it subscription. Shutter's the best. I like Shutter a lot. They have fucking garbage, but it's fun garbage. As somebody who likes fun garbage horror stuff, absolutely. And then they have some really good stuff. So. Yeah, Shutter. Feel free to uh, throw us some sponsorships. You know, <laughs> we'll talk about Shutter. Shutter. We know you're listening. All right, Brandon. You want to take us off? All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Three M Affairs podcast, talking about John Wick and his house and a bunch of other fun stuff today. Tune in next week while we're watching Dog Tooth. <laughs> Dog Tooth. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be here next week. Yeah.